there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Hugh Byrne. And there's a big difference, I think, between noticing emotions that come up and being aware of them and not wallowing in them. How can our young listeners keep themselves from kind of going into the depths of despair? It's a great question. I think one very helpful way of doing it is just by noticing. If you feel sadness or grief And allow yourself to feel it without getting lost in the story. So the thing to notice if your mind goes into a place of, oh, this is terrible. This is never going to change. My life is falling apart. Once you get into those thoughts, what's most helpful is just to notice them as thoughts, you know, not to believe them because we have a million thoughts, you know, and if all of them were true, we'd be going in all different directions because we have contradictory thoughts, we have thoughts that change all the time. It's really important to be able to discern what is something, a wise thought, what what is helpful for me. And so to notice when we're having these, let's say, thoughts of wallowing, oh, this is terrible, never going to change, and we kind of sink into that, just notice that and say, okay, can I just be aware of that? That thought? Can I let it go? And what can be very helpful is to actually consciously replace that thought with another kind of thought. So for example, if you find yourself wallowing, feeling sorry for yourself, what can be very helpful is just almost like change the channel and say, what about if I reflected on what I'm grateful for? All the things in my life, you know, in spite of what's going on and the difficulty of what's going on, what do I really have? Well, I have my loved ones. I have my family. I have my friends. I still have a place, you know, depending on the situation, I have a place to live. I have food on the table. I have good health. There's so many things in our lives that we take for granted And, you know, as you know, gratitude is one of the most powerful emotions in terms of mental, emotional, psychological well-being. It's connected with all sorts of well-being. So it really helps us to reflect on gratitude. So that can be a way of shifting out of a more negative or self-absorbed mind state or emotion and shift and recognize, oh, this is what I have. I really appreciate that. And just doing that, when I do that, it just kind of the world changes. It's like shifting to a different a different channel. You know, I, I get out of the, the kind of self-judging or self-absorbed kind of thinking. And then I think, okay, I have all of this. I have all these things to, to appreciate, to be thankful for. So that's one example of just 
not identifying with your own thoughts. I really like that. And you mentioned gratitude and how gratitude basically, and I'm going to put words in your mouth here, is lighting up different parts of the brain, which I think help us to change that channel. What is the neuroscience behind that, Hugh? The neuroscience supports what people have tended to find from their, you know, for their own experience over many centuries of doing practices of mindfulness and meditation is that we can cultivate these mind states, positive, beneficial mind states and emotions. And what the neuroscience is showing is they activate different parts of the brain and release chemicals and they have very positive effects on the mind and the body and the nervous system and are overall identified, associated with well-being, gratitude, generosity, compassion, these qualities that we can actually cultivate them and they can become really the qualities that inform our day-to-day lives. Essentially, what I'm saying is we can live more happily, more joyfully, more peacefully when we cultivate these qualities of mind and of heart. Just in the same way or the opposite way, if we cultivate anger or blame or judgment or hatred, if we think thoughts about, oh, this person's so terrible, they're always doing this. The more we do that, the more we strengthen the pathways in the brain that are actually associated with stress, more unpleasantness, more suffering, that when we do that, we're actually harming ourselves. So the more we kind of spend our time caught up in division and blaming others for how things are, the more unhappy we are. It's really as simple as that. And the more we develop and cultivate qualities like gratitude and like kindness and compassion, the more our own lives are enhanced by these qualities. And other people will kind of feed off of those because we're so, as you know, we're so affected by each other's emotions. So somebody walks into a room and they're really angry. You feel it. It's like energetically, you feel that similarly or conversely, somebody walks in and very peaceful, very calm, very at ease. It's like the whole temperature of the room can come down or just in sharing and just talking, if if one is doing it in a calm and peaceful way, what happens is that the other people's nervous systems come to kind of regulate themselves through what they're hearing and what they're feeling and the energy that they're experiencing from that other person. So it's really important for ourselves and for our connections with others, the qualities really that we cultivate in our lives. And this is why I think the practice of mindfulness and meditation can be so helpful. It can help us really develop and kind of enhance these qualities in our lives. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.